0: 25 25 25 bad songs 25 20, 20, 20 25 20, 20 25 bad songs bad,
1: bad. Alright welcome to 25 Bad Songs I'm Suraj Partha. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, you might hear the audio quality is a little bit different today, and that is because I am doing this on the road in New Haven, Connecticut. Uh, I'm visiting my girlfriend, Mora, who's studying choral conducting at Yale, uh, which is always wild to say. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, I'm just spending some time with her here this week, and uh, I'm using a different recorder to record my audio since I can't carry my gigantic microphone and interface with me on the road. All right, so um, this episode is now finally coming out. I basically ended up taking last week off, I guess, but we are officially back. And I'm glad to bring you a full song today. All right, so I wanted to start off actually by mentioning uh, something that's inspired me, or a, a reference that actually really started this whole 25 Bad Songs project. Um, But I haven't mentioned it yet, which is a little bit of an oversight on my part. Um, But I was reminded of it, actually, because, weirdly enough, I mentioned this project to somebody, and they were like, hey, have you read this book? It seems really similar to the project you're doing. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's the book I read that sort of started this. Um, And that book is called How to Write One Song by Jeff Tweedy, who is the singer, uh, a guitarist, and sort of the main writer of the band, Wilco. And uh, in his book, Tweedy, basically, he tells you how to write one song, but he does it in a really interesting way. First off, the book is really for non-musicians, so I urge everyone, including musicians, actually, to go pick up the book. There's nothing technical in that book or anything specific that you need to know about music in order to learn how to write a song, at least in in Tweedy's method. And one of the things he talks about is that songwriting is not about the finished product. It's actually not about the song. What it's really about is the process where you lose yourself in making the song. So he talks about being in the middle of trying to put some words together and actually losing himself in that process and and, and forgetting himself, really, and just letting the song kind of come out, being able to get into a creative flow where you're no longer constantly judging something, but it just you almost wake up three hours later and you're like, oh, how did this song even get written in the first place? So that book and some of the ideas behind that book uh, are really the reason I started this 25 Bad Song series, right? Is to to stop judging my process while I'm doing it and to uh, to rediscover my enjoyment of songwriting. Um, now that being said, there is this one, there are a few exercises that Tweedy talks about that he does when he's maybe having some kind of writer's block or he's having difficulty with something. Um, there's some exercises that he, he writes about in the book that I find particularly useful, and they're useful for everybody. And uh, one of them is called the word ladder. So basically, the word ladder goes, you think of a profession. Uh, actually, I have an example, which is the impetus for the song that I'm presenting to you today. And um, you pick a, a profession, any profession. In this case, I picked a dancer, but it could be a doctor, an astronaut, a politician, anything. And you pick 10 verbs that line up with that person's job, whatever they're doing day to day. So in my case, I talked about a dancer and the 10 verbs I chose were lands, like lands on the ground, moves, breeds, connects, spins, tumbles, Flies, jumps, smiles, balances. So those are the 10 verbs I came up with. And then you pick 10 nouns from your general vicinity, wherever you're sitting, just from your environment. In my case, I was sitting outside of some food trucks in uh, this little food truck park in San Francisco. And these are the 10 nouns that came to my head as I was looking around me. And it was fog, like the fog coming in in the morning, or sneakers, chair, truck, trees, teepee. There was a kind of an interesting uh, teepee-like model laying around. Um, so I said teepee, building, sky, coffee, notebook. So Those are my ten nouns. And what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to write a poem that matches up these ten verbs and these 10 nouns. And the idea is really just to get into a creative headspace where you're thinking about how these words might match up and you're not always trying to make sense of them. You don't have to put together nouns and verbs that are part of normal speech, for example. In some ways, it's even weirder and even cooler if you actually try to pick nouns and verbs that don't seem to match up. How does that sound? How does that create an interesting inspiration for a song or for an idea? So anyways, this is the poem that I came up with. The fog lands on the harbor. My building breeds in the morning. As the teepee tries to connect from the past, the sky moves us to remember yesterday's when the trees smiled back at us. My sneakers jump me out of bed and I tumble into my morning coffee. The chair spins ad nauseum as I sit down. The trucks outside flying down the boulevard. I write a checklist for the day. My notebook balancing needs both ancient and modern. So This was a much better poem than I expected to get out of some random words. And I feel like the poem actually has some meaning to it, to be honest. The idea of Uh, the past and the present right i really like the line i write a checklist for a day for the day my notebook balancing needs both modern and ancient another line and this is as the tp tries to connect from the past the sky moves us to remember yesterday's when the trees smiled back at us i like that a lot um but you know the purpose of the poem isn't even to to make a poem that makes any sense it's really just you just do it so that you get your creative juices flowing You know, you start to get your your wordplay brain on, I guess. So I do this word ladder when I'm struggling to think of ideas. And in this case, the idea that popped out to me from this poem was when the trees smiled back at us. And I really liked that, that sentiment. The real idea behind that is just that we look at nature with such wonder and such reverence and we smile at the trees or look up at the sky and just say, wow. But with the way that we're hurting our environment, we just got to think, you know, are the trees really smiling back at us? (laughs) Is nature looking at human beings and just saying, what the hell are you guys doing? And what about those days when human beings lived with nature in a more harmonious way? Um, I've been thinking a lot about uh, what's been happening in Sequoia National Park. Um, I don't know if you've heard, but Basically, there have been some fires near Sequoia and firefighters and and people who are trying to preserve the park and preserve these giant, giant trees, which have stood there for hundreds of years. uh, They're putting essentially like a kind of tinfoil around the base of the trees to prevent them from catching on fire and burning down. And there's a lot of there's a lot of talk that Sequoia might be gone forever, uh, which really freaked me out because me and, and Maura. And her family had gone to Sequoia uh, last year. And so I just, you know, had memories of that. And it was just shocking to think that Sequoia would maybe never be there again. And so I thought, okay, well, you know, if there's any subject that's particularly salient today, it's climate change. So let me try and write a song about climate change. And I didn't really know how to get into that until I came up with the very, very beginning of the verse lines. Now, in this episode, I'm going to sort of not do the usual thing I do, which is <clears throat> play all of the, like, little audio snippets of the my ideas, because to be honest with you, I, I was coming up with this right on the subway and all over, you know, wherever I've been traveling in San Francisco, you know, so on and so forth. And so I just don't have a lot of audio clips, um, but I'm going to try and walk you through the process. So the first verse lyrics were, I used to get car sick on long road trips early morning drives through the forest, singing la-di-da (laughs) today. Which is very whimsical, but it'll make more sense when there's some music to it. Uh, Then I go, open up the windows, you could smell it, redwood trees and the foliage, singing la-di-da today. So, you know, as I was writing this, I was thinking that I sound very sentimental and tree-huggery. I don't know how else to describe it. Uh, And I sort of just threw that out of my mind. I said, you know what? I don't really care how on the nose or how pretty this sounds. Like, I'm just going to write the whole song and then I'll deal with it at the end if it's a problem. Um, And, it turned, you know, I think eliminating my judgment in that moment was the right choice because it ended up being a pretty good song at the end. Anyways, okay, I used to get car sick on long road trips. The reason I had that line was because I have motion sickness and so... I get sick when I'm in the back of the car. And I was imagining a time when I was a kid and maybe got sick in the back of the car and needed to sing music to feel better. But in general, I realized that line doesn't work because most people don't have my experience. so It doesn't really put the song uh, in the right mood from the very beginning, which needs to be very happy because then we're gonna get to the not-so-happy stuff when we deal with the climate change is gonna kill all of us thing. (laughs) Anyways. So the line I came up with to replace that, which I think is actually much better, is, and this is the final first verse lyrics, it goes, We used to listen to the Beatles on road trips, early morning drives through the forest, singing la-di-da today. Open up the windows, you could smell it, redwood trees in the foliage, singing la-di-da today. And that, I think, is a good representation of an earlier time when we could just, drive through a national park and look at the wonder and just say, wow, this is beautiful. And of course, this is all going to change. And so my pre-chorus has the lines, painfully unaware when we were younger, playing in the park as the fire got hotter, smiling at the trees in the scorching summer. But now I wish for the days, back when the trees smiled back at us, get on your knees and pray for us that they'll smile another day. And I go from there. So without any further ado, let me give you the fully finished demo with slightly less great quality vocals since I'm doing this on a recorder. But no excuses, I think the song is is really a lot of fun. So anyways, we'll talk more about the song afterwards. Here's the demo for When the Trees Smiled Back.
0: We used to listen to the Beatles on road trips. Early morning drives through the forest, singing la di da da da, la di da Ladi-da-da-da-da. da Open up the windows, you could smell it—redwood trees and the foliage, singing la di da da da, la di da da da. Painfully unaware when we were younger, playing in the park as the fire got hotter, smiling at the trees in the scorching summer. But now I wish for the days Back when the trees smiled back at us Get on your knees and pray for us That they'll smile another day Smile another day Back when the trees smiled back at us You better hope there's hope for us That the smoke will clear away They'll smile another day We used to lay on the ground, feel the grass grow Look at the sky and the stars above Singing la-dee-da-da-dee La-dee-da-da-dee Open up your eyes and you can see it The things we take for granted gonna slip through our fingertips Imagine it, even if it's too hard to admit Painfully unaware when we were younger We're too lazy to let the world live longer Smiling at the trees in the scorching summer wishing for better days back when the trees smile back at us get on your knees and pray for us that they'll smile another day smile another day back when the trees smile back at us you better hope there's hope for us that the smoke will clear away they'll smile another day the world's gonna come crashing down Around us And we can't be bothered The world's gonna come Crashing down Around us And we can't be bothered La-di-da-da-day The world's gonna come Crashing down Around us And we can't be bothered La-di-da-da-day The world's gonna come Crashing down around us And we can't be bothered la di da 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 Back when the trees smile back at us Get on your knees and pray for us That they'll smile another day Smile another day Back when the trees smile back at us You better hope there's hope for us That the smoke will clear away so smile another day Singing la de da da la da
1: And so that's the song. Uh, there's a, a couple of things in here I'm really happy about. <laughs> it, I, I definitely feel like, in terms of the overall progression of this project, This is the fourth song, and I think this is the the best one so far. Uh, There's a few things in here, just as a writer, like the nerdy stuff. I found a lot of great alliterations in these lines, (laughs) which makes me feel very good. Uh, So my favorite ones are in the pre-chorus. The first line goes, painfully unaware when we were younger. So a lot of W's in there. And then playing in the park as the fire got hotter. So two Ps, and then this one. Smiling at the trees in the scorching summer. I think all of those images are so clear, and yet there's also this extra element of the alliteration working very well. So that's good. Um, Let me see where else. There's some other ones as well in here. I'm just taking a look at my notebook. Um, We're too lazy to let the world live longer. So lots of L's there. Uh, So in general, I think that You know, apart from these little alliterative things that make me excited, the song is very cohesive and I feel that the story is very clear here. In my past songs, I've had difficulty getting those narrative elements in the song and making it feel natural. And in this case, I feel like I did a pretty solid job of that. There are sort of the images in the first verse, things that remind you of childhood or things that are very innocent. And then you get to this chorus which, you know, is, is very dire, right? Back when the trees smiled back at us, get on your knees and pray for us. That's pretty dark. And then in the second verse, you know, that la di da de section, uh, it starts to get a different meaning. In the beginning, it's just we're innocent, and so we're singing. la di da de In this case, as we get further along in the song, la-di-da-da-de becomes kind of this symbol of our indecision or our lack of action when it comes to climate change. So I say, painfully unaware we were younger, we're too lazy to let the world live longer. And then the bridge, which in this case I feel like I actually did a pretty good job of, I haven't been doing bridges very often in these, in these past songs. I don't think I've done any, in fact. In this case, it's just one line The world's gonna come crashing down around us and we can't be bothered. La di da today. So in that case, la di da today has a much sharper more of a biting attack. I initially felt that this line was too on the nose. Uh, You know, I, I think it, I take a little inspiration from like Bo Burnham, who writes a lot of very sarcastic, satirical lyrics in his songs, and they are very on the nose and just kind of like meant to be funny. In this case, I mean, I think that it really works well in this song. I mean, I don't know, climate change is very on the nose. I mean, the world is gonna come crashing down around us and apparently we all can't be bothered. I mean, that's just a very clear idea to me of what's happening. So the song definitely takes a turn from the beginning, sort of idyllic images of nature and and what it's like to lay on the ground and feel the grass grow. And then you get to the end and it's like, we're mucking this up horribly. So I hope, you know, that's how I feel. So one thing I can say is that this song, it really does represent how I really feel about this situation. And, uh, you know, I, I think uh, in terms of this series, I- I'm very proud of the fact that I'm able to to write a song that expresses how I feel and to be able to get from the beginning to the end without judging it just yet. Uh, and I think it's my best song yet. So. Uh, All that being said, let me know what you think. You can always email me at aiaifpod at gmail.com or you can DM the Instagram or if you know me personally, you can text me. (laughs) So anyways, uh, thanks so much for listening and I'll see you all next week.
0: 25, 25, 25 bad songs. 25, 20, 20 25, 20, 20, 25 bad songs
1: You can subscribe to Art in All Its Forms, the podcast and the newsletter at artinallitsforms.substack.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite podcast apps. And if you want to send us a question or comments or concerns, uh, please email us at aiaifpod at gmail.com. That's aiaifpod at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening.